It is such an honor for me to be able to interview our next guest. And I have to say that there is a conflict of interest here because this is my sister, but I'm so happy to be able to have an excuse to interview you, Heather Bellino. She is a visual artist who has multiple exhibits opening around the world, literally based in Las Vegas, Nevada. Heather, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks for having me on. It is National Drawing Day, which a lot of people didn't even know was a thing. And it is so important to acknowledge the fact that drawing is tied intrinsically to who we are as people, even though we may not always recognize it. I think everyone can relate to the fact that you doodle or draw sometimes when you're nervous or when you're thinking about things. But certainly this is more than that for you. When did you discover your love of art? Um, I think I started to know I wanted to be an artist in middle school. I grew up in a house where there were Prince of Monet's water lilies hung on the walls, and someone was always playing the piano. So music was kind of the art form that was valued in my household and pushed. So naturally, I moved away from doing that um, because (laughs) I was told to do it. (laughs) So I had changed all my electives and quit band and started to focus on visual arts. Um, But I really felt like it was in college I found my true passion since there was no turning back after that. And and what did that look like for you when you say, I found my true passion? How how did you find your true passion? I think there were, it was just a healthy kind of competitiveness to my fellow classmates. They were all so talented and that salt to really push us in a honing in our abilities. I had a great set of professors that really pushed our creativity and really exposed us to what we, what our lives could look like as professional artists. And it just was very appealing to me and uh, saw what a future as a professional artist could look like through that. And you say that you had thought about art or at least through music and visual art as a child. In your opinion, how do we inspire a love of art in our children without scaring them away from it as maybe you were scared away from performance art? I think there are so many ways you can encourage your kids to be creative, whether it's in visual arts or movements or music or any area. I think one of the most effective ways to inspire them is just to let them direct and take the lead, especially in what activities they choose to be creative in. I think also exposure to different forms of art is another way. There are so many opportunities to point towards art and music, nature or movement throughout the day. And those can all be teachable moments. And I think it's important to encourage them to question things around them and get curious about creating and that creating should pretty much always be a form of play for them. Oh, I love that. And you have a unique perspective. You are obviously a mom, an entrepreneur, a world-class artist. How important do you think it is to inspire that appreciation for art and how does that kind of translate into other areas of life? I think there's often this kind of misconception that art has to be understood or it's mysterious or that you need some sort of expertise to understand it. And I think people should know that you can just like a piece of art because it's pretty or because it speaks to you or because you just do. I think you can enjoy art without understanding the whys or even if it's not in a gallery, it's all around us and it's more accessible today than it's ever been, especially with like the prevalence of murals and social media. And with art, without art, we would have no movies or books or music. The signs you pass on the way to work, the covers of books, everything around us is touched by art. So it's, a fun, it's fundamental and essential to our well-being. It makes us human, and we thrive spiritually from experiencing it. 
How do parents kind of unleash that creativity in their children without putting pressure on them? You know, oh my goodness, your your art is so great, but you don't want them to have the pressure of feeling like they have to be, you know, the next Van Gogh or whomever. Yeah, I would say that letting go of control and letting the kids drive the price, the process is probably one of the most important kind of aspects of of art. I said I think experimenting is the most important part of the process and it's more important than the end result. I think it's so important to let them get messy and explore their materials without direction, let them take out age-appropriate risks, let them use materials in ways outside of what the directions tell them to, let them choose and have the freedom in them in which materials they they're using. Um, the focus shouldn't shouldn't be on perfection or staying in the lines. The focus should always be on enjoyment and fun. You can further ask them questions about you know, how they made their art rather than correcting or judging their piece. And the focus should not be on how great a mess they make when they're making the art. <laughs> yeah, that's where you got to kind of let go and let go of the control. <laughs> so so obviously you're one of the rare breed of artists who actually makes your living with visual art. When did you know that this was something that you could pursue professionally versus just as a hobby? Well, I got some unique opportunities to create some immersive art in Europe, and it was a kind of perfect marriage between my design background and my fine arts background. And I had gained this experience and unique skill set over the last several years that led me down to this path. And by getting each project, it gave me the confidence to fully step in and make the jump and basically leave my day job to pursue this. Can you talk a little bit about those immersive art experiences and kind of what they entail and, and maybe a little bit about your process, a peek behind the curtain? Sure. Um, I have created several interactive installations, including patterns and wearable textiles and immersive mazes that include six foot panels. So those have opened up in both Rome and Barcelona with new locations opening up very soon. And so the process always starts with a sketch. So I generally take color pencils and pencils and spend hours kind of sketching out concepts. Um, and once there is a concept that's agreed upon between me and the, uh, the person that's commissioning the piece, the piece is then digitized. So I take it into Illustrator and I draw the compositions um, and with very precise lines. And then the composition is then etched into glass. And each piece of glass is lined by LED lights and framed and constructed in a pattern in which you can immerse yourself and walk through the actual piece. So that's pretty amazing that people walk through your art and these etchings on glass actually all started out as little bits of drawing on paper. Yeah, it's an incredible process. It takes hours and hours. There's there's thousands of individual elements, and the line work has to be very precise. precise. And it's been quite an amazing experience to see how people interact with my work and the joy that it brings them when they do. So Drawing Day was started to help people draw that bridge to their creative side, even if someone thinks that the creations that that person makes, including themselves, are not, quote unquote, good enough. How do people get past that feeling or do you ever get past that feeling? I don't think that feeling ever goes away for any artist. It's a feeling I know that 
I and many of my colleagues struggle with. I think one of the keys is to make art that you want to make. Don't think about who's going to see it or whether anyone else will like it. Making art for you is first and foremost. So at the at the end of the day, you have to make art that brings you joy and that speaks to you. And the same thing that applies to the process for children applies to adults, that creating is more important than the re- end result and that it should always be a form of play. That is such, such good advice. So if people want more information or if they want to see your maze and exhibits, where can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at Heather underscore Bellino. Thank you so much, Heather. Appreciate you joining us on National Drawing Day. Thank you.